Hey there, welcome to Dirt Rich, seasonal conversations on food and farming. I'm Katie Federal, and today my colleague Angie Walter is here. Angie runs a dairy farm with her family near Alexandria, and she's also the Central Minnesota Education Coordinator for the Dairy Grazing Apprenticeship, a partner of SFA. Throughout both roles in dairy, she's seen the value of farmer-to-farmer support and networking firsthand as the next crop of dairy farmers find their footing. I think both new and seasoned farmers will find some encouragement in her experiences, so we're glad you tuned in today. Hey Angie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, Why don't we start off with you telling us a bit about your farm? Sure. So my husband and I, we have a hundred cow crossbred dairy. Uh, We're located in central Minnesota by Alexandria. We, our cows are housed outside year round and we milk them in a swing 10 parlor that we built. Our cows are a three-way cross. They are uh, Norwegian red, red Holstein and Guernsey. I was trying to remember that one. Um, (laughs) I was rooting for you. (laughs) Um, We farm with our two children. Uh, Lorreen is 16 and Levi is 12. And they're very active on the farm and help us out a lot. We farm uh, 370 acres and we grow um, alfalfa, hay, and corn, mainly used for silage. Um, We do do some earlage and the rest of our stuff is just grazed. Great. And another dairy hat that you wear is your education coordinator role with the Dairy Grazing Apprenticeship. Tell us a bit about that program. Sure. So DGA is uh, the first formal apprenticeship in the nation for farming. And um, the apprenticeship, it sets people up for success. Um, It it works by linking current farmers with aspiring farmers. And it provides support for them in the transfer of knowledge, skills, and sometimes in transferring a farm from one generation to the next. So what does joining the apprenticeship look like? The program is a two-year program, and it consists of full-time employment and training, on-the-job training, and then there is coursework that goes along with the -the on-the-job stuff. Um, That is through uh, MAGIC, which is DGA's own in-house teaching staff, and it stands for Managed Grazing Innovation Center. Sometimes we have uh, apprentices who join the program who went to college for something else and their classes will transfer. So that's a possibility too, that you could, um, as an apprentice, transfer some of your coursework. Um, We also offer an internship, which is a new thing, started last year. Um, It allows apprentices to try the program, but not commit to the full two years. So they can do an apprenticeship and then if they would like it, they want to continue, they can can roll those hours over into the apprenticeship or they can just part ways at that time and just do the internship. Um, A lot of colleges require a small internship too for graduation. So that can qualify for that. Um, In addition, we have a veterans program and it's an additional benefits for veterans who maybe retired out of the service and they're still young and they want a secondary career. 
So this is an opportunity for them to look at farming. There are benefits, there's stipends for veterans and there's additional um, support for veterans in our program. What benefits are there for masters in taking on an apprentice? Um, some of the benefits to our program, like for masters is um, gaining skilled labor, gaining someone on their farm that doesn't just come for an hourly job and leave. It's somebody who's definitely interested in learning more about farming and would like to make farming a career. And it gives a lot of farmers the possibility to continue their legacy on. Um, with less people getting into farming, there's a lot of farmers who have children who are not interested in carrying on the farm. So this gives them opportunity to find someone else that might be interested in carrying it on. And um, Organic Valley does sponsor part of the DGA program. They do offer stipends to their farmers that do take on an apprentice in the program. So that's another, another benefit for Organic Valley farmers. Um, some benefits for apprentices is that they are going to get hands-on education. You can go to a college and, you know, take a program in animal science or dairy or any number of different egg things. But if you don't have the hands-on experience and training, um, I think it makes it a lot more difficult. So this gives people the hands-on, the everyday, the challenges, all that kind of stuff. Another advantage for the apprentices is they're trained by, you know, people who are actually doing the job day to day, not just a professor who's maybe has a background in it or has learned about it. But this is a person who's doing it every day, who um, has seen challenges and overcome them and can help pass on those skills to someone else. Um, the apprentices also, they, when they get into our program, they can go on the website and they can kind of choose where they want to be. DGA is currently in 13 states across the nation. So if they are live in Florida and they would like to move to Wisconsin, they can look for farms there that they want to apprentice on. Um, so it's a good opportunity too to, to travel and see another part of the country. Oh, that's so neat to hear. I didn't realize how uh, wide the scope was of the programming. It sounds like you can uh, it can be like a supplement if you're in school. It can be something you do um, without being in school. It's something you can join at any age type of thing. Yeah, for sure. So what kind of specific classes do you offer? So the classes offered are dairy cattle health and wellness, milk quality, dairy nutrition, feed and feeding, soils and water management, farm business management, and manage grazing systems for dairy cattle along with a holistic class as well. So how did you first get connected with DGA and what was your experience like? So I first got connected with DGA about six years ago. Um, my husband and I, we always attended the Minnesota Organic Conference and Bonnie Hogan, who is the other education coordinator for Minnesota, she works in the Southern region. She was there actively recruiting new masters and we stopped by her booth and talked to her and we were really interested in the program. One thing that really struck us and interested, uh, interested us right away was we'd always had employees on our farm, but they would come and go. Um, and it was seemed like it was very hard on a dairy to keep employees. 
so this struck us as, you know, there might be people out there that are actually interested in learning more about dairy farming, not just having it as a part-time job. So that's one reason we signed up. We also really liked um, the networking piece of it. DGA puts on like master roundtables, pasture walks, things like that. And you're able to go to those events, meet other farmers and get other ideas about things you're doing on the farm. So that was another reason we wanted to join. Um, so we signed up and we were in the program about a year and a half. We'd been looking for an apprentice and hadn't found one. And um, then we did find one. And um, my husband always jokes that he knew he was going to hire him right when he came to our farm because he showed up with work boots on, not tennis shoes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very promising sign. <laughs> Yeah. So he was ready to go. He wanted, he wanted to do farm work and, um, we hired him. It was a great experience. We, um, we had some challenges and things. Um, there was one issue we had with some machinery and he didn't really understand what it meant. There was a light flashing and beeping noises, but he just kept driving Well, it was for an oil light for the machinery and actually ended up burning the engine up. Oh my gosh. Shoot. So this happened right away, like in our first couple months of having him. And I think Bonnie, our, she was our coordinator at the time was kind of concerned about what would happen from this point on, but we took it as a learning experience and just realized that maybe we didn't teach him well enough what he needed to do if this was happening. And mm. um, so I think we all grew from it. Um, there was definitely other challenges and adjustments that had to be made, but overall we saw it as a really great experience. I think as farmers, we grew and I know as an apprentice that he grew because there was times too, where there were things we'd been doing. We've been farming 18 years and he was able to go out and see things through his coursework or other pasture walks and have ideas for us to do. Like he, he thought we should grow sorghum sedan grass. Well, we never had grown sorghum sedan grass and we didn't know anything about it, but we said, sure, well, how about this field? We'll have you try it this year and you can manage it. And he did, and it was really successful project. So I think back and forth, we both learned a lot of different things um, and we just really enjoyed the experience. So we're looking for a new apprentice on our farm currently, but we just haven't found anybody that fits right. That's huge to have that different, uh, different type of relationship than a normal um, employer employee working relationship. It sounds like where you're, there's actually that exchange of ideas. And um, in addition to having, you know, somebody who's doing the labor that is more invested in it, maybe than a part-time job. Yeah. You definitely become, you know, friends. If not, I mean, we'll, we'll be lifelong friends. We still keep in contact with him and we want to see him succeed. Cause that would be, you know, the, the goal of the whole program. So, well, you must get to meet an awful lot of folks, uh, in your work with DGA and SFA and, and see some real growth as they spend time in the program, just as with your own apprentice, are there other success stories or even like some exciting moments that you've seen with any participants, you know, master or, or apprentice that stand out in your memory? Yeah, so I started DGA in August of 2019. So it's been a little over a year for me. And when I started, I started working with two apprentices. And I've seen um, a couple of things with both of them that have been 
just awesome, really exciting. Um, the one apprentice I have, he was in the process of transitioning and buying the farm from his master. And as of June, he was able to buy the cows and he ended up buying a site, his brother's farm site down the road. And he put a parlor in there and um, uh, pasture lanes. He was able to get some cost share money to put in um, the pasture lanes, waterers, all that kind of stuff. So it's been really exciting seeing that for him. And he didn't grow up on a farm. He just knew in high school that it was something he was really interested in wanted to do. He actually met his master at the county fair at a rabbit show. Oh my goodness. So they just started talking and um and he just told him he really wanted to farm and he started working for him. So and then when they heard about the DGA program, they signed up for that. So he is actually graduating here in the next month. He'll be done with the program and He'll be milking his own cows on his own place, which is really exciting. And then um, another apprentice I started working with, um, she also had no background in dairy and just knew it was something she wanted to do. Um, So she's been at a farm for about a year. And I think it was like July, she ended up buying some of her own cows She ended up getting a loan, buying her own cows, and she's now shipping milk there. So that's been really exciting to see her. Over the last year, she was kind of planning for it. And with the milk price, you know, with COVID hitting, that kind of put a hurdle in everything because it took the dairy price down quite a bit. But um, she weathered that out and waited till it kind of rebounded and was able to buy her cows and is shipping milk now. So it's, it's really exciting just to see these dreams come true for people. It's amazing to be a part of it. Oh, understandably, you know, especially to be able to see those tremendous accomplishments just within the year or so that you've been working with them. That's really something. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious, how common is that? You talked about two different people who didn't grow up on a farm, you know, didn't have any dairy experience. Do you see that pretty often in your program? Yeah. Um, I don't remember what the exact statistics were, but I think it's close to like 75% of the people in our program did not come from a dairy background. So it's definitely the majority that didn't come from it, but they're interested in it. So it's something they want to try and look at. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. And maybe that's kind of the folks that you drive just because they are looking for that hands-on experience that they haven't had before. But yeah, that speaks volumes that they're um, successful coming out of that without having the the childhood on the farm kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you yourself didn't grow up farming. So how did you get started in dairy and then, you know, eventually become a master grazer? I actually met my husband when I was in college. And um, so for him, he's the third generation on this farm. Um, when I met him, he knew he would wanted to farm. It was all he ever dreamed of since he was a little boy. So when I met him, he told me, you know, um, that he would be farming. And I knew that if I married him, that's what we would be doing. Um, I was really drawn to it, just the passion that he had for the farm and um, the lifestyle. It's, you know, you're your own boss and you kind of set your own hours. You you work a lot of hours, but you can work them with family. And it's really rewarding just to, to see a calf be born and raise it and see it become a mother itself. It's just, it's a really rewarding career. So, um, 
so when I married my husband, I, that's how I got involved in the dairy. And, um, my husband's dad started grazing in the 1980s. So, um, this farm has been a grazing farm for a long time. And at that point, I mean, I, I was not alive in the eighties. I apologize. So I'm wondering if, uh, if that was common, were there a lot of grazing dairies in the eighties or was he more of a trailblazer? Yeah, it wasn't very common. It, it was more of a, a trailblazer type moment. Um, I think the reason I brought it up was because um, a lot of people ask why it's called the dairy grazing apprenticeship and not just the dairy apprenticeship. Yeah. So we believe grazing is important because um, it reduces the amount of off-farm inputs, uh, restores water and soil resources, and it improves animal health and farm profitability overall. Right on. Yeah, I hadn't even thought about the the grazing piece of the program. I have met people who would like to be a part of the program, but they don't graze. So that's the hard part. Um, we don't allow anybody who doesn't graze to be a part of the program. It's just the way it was set up. And I think um, Joe, who is the founder of DGA, he is just a firm believer that, um, you know, grazing is better for a cow's health. It's better for his soil health. And it's um, better for a farmer's health because they don't have to do all the work of putting the crops up. We let the cows do that themselves. So. So as a woman in agriculture, you know, looking back at your experiences, what would you tell your younger self if you could? And maybe what are some words of wisdom or advice that you'd give to new or not so new women farmers? So looking back, um, I think I would tell myself just to listen is the main thing and realize that every farmer has a story and it's in their story that you hear their why and why they're doing what they do, why they're passionate about it. Farming is a very personal occupation. Um, farmers aren't just doing it to make money. They're doing it because they love it. And a lot of times, if you listen to what they have to say or what they've learned in their lifetime, you can learn so much. So going back, I would just tell myself, you know, when you're young, you think you know everything and you don't. You just sometimes you just need to listen. I've heard a young farmer recently say something along those lines, too, of just coming fresh out of school, feeling like they had it all together. They knew what they needed to do. And they've they've also been learning a lot. Um at a young age. And I imagine, yeah, we'll continue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as far as women in agriculture, I guess I, I've always felt like since I started farming that there still is this stereotype that farmers are men and not women, but that has been changing over the last couple decades. And there's more and more women involved in agriculture, which is great. Um, I would just say to young women who are looking at getting into it to just keep going and don't be afraid of what other people say or don't listen to what people say. Um, don't be afraid to ask for help. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you um, stronger and more prepared if you ask others who have the knowledge to help you. And that's um, emotionally and physically. Because, you know, a lot of times we think of farming just as physically, but it's there's a very big emotional piece there, too. And you need to have support from people around you. So um, I think going forward, 
I would hope that this keeps changing. More women would be accepted into agriculture and um, yeah. And do you, I mean, that, that seems like DGA and SFA um, with the farmer to farmer uh, connections that are kind of integral to the program. Do you see that kind of support unfolding naturally with dairy grazing apprenticeship? Yeah, I think um, just, yeah, the networking, the people you meet at events, pasture walks, things like that. Um, they're a huge resource that you can use and reach out to. So it's great to have that network. Absolutely. That's, I mean, as a non-farmer, that's something that's always really um, drawn me in, I guess, to this type of work is the the nature of farmers helping each other. It's not such a, a trade secret kind of industry. Like people are generally willing to to share their knowledge and experience. And I think, yeah, that emotional support can come right along with it. I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. Was there things in dairy in particular that you would like to see in the future? Yeah, my hope um, for dairy in the future is that, um, and one thing that DGA has a part in, SFA has a part in, is trying to help keep these small family farms alive. And so DGA's goal of training the next generation is to keep another farm going. Um, I would like to see less of the large mega dairies. Unfortunately, that's what's happening. And they're crowding out a lot of these smaller family farms. Um, I'm hoping that sometime there'll be some kind of movement that we can see what is happening and just try and help save these small family farms because they're the backbone of this country. Um, all the little towns that you see, they were built around a farming community. And if we lose that, I'm just really afraid to see what's going to happen to our food supply in this country. I know there's a lot of, nowadays there's a lot of dairy alternatives, you know, soy milk and oat milk and almond milk and um, those kind of things. But dairy has been around forever. And I think we just need to look at at it differently. You know, the mega dairies, it's not producing the quality product like a small family farm can. And quality is what you want in your food supply. Yeah. Well, thanks, Angie. It's It's been fun to learn more about your experience growing into farming and, and now you're helping others do the same. And I really appreciate that. Yeah. It's, it's really good to give back. It's just a good feeling and knowing that, you know, we can help someone else who didn't have the same opportunity. You know, if you didn't grow up on a farm, it's really hard to get into farming, especially dairy, because the capital investment is just huge. So you have to have some background. Otherwise, lenders aren't going to look at you seriously unless you have background. And that's one thing I guess I didn't say either. Another advantage of the apprenticeship would be um, with our apprenticeship, you qualify for SFA. Let me see. FSA? FSA, Farm Service Agency Loans, government program loans at very low interest rates. I was getting confused because it sounds like SFA. Like, did I I say SFA or FSA? (laughs) I do that all the time. Oh my gosh. Well, that's perfect. I I mean, Jared actually just did an episode um, last week that was about beginner farmer finance. And yeah, what you just said lines up perfectly with what the FSA guy was talking about with loans and how they factor in experience and how difficult that is for a beginning farmer um, to kind of prove that to get into the loan system. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Angie. It was great to learn about all this. 
Yeah. Thanks again for having me. I'm, uh, I'm willing to help anyone who's interested in learning more about the apprenticeship. Excellent. We'll include some links in the show notes to um, contacting Angie and, and the DGA website too. Thank you. Dirt Rich is produced by the Sustainable Farming Association. We believe that agriculture, done well, heals. For more resources or to tap into the Farmer to Farmer Network, visit us at sfa-mn.org.